This is the Alternative Edge, home of KBVU Podcasts. Welcome back to Football Unfocused. I am your extremely slow host, Austin West, joined by my much faster host, Lavelle Harris. Lavelle, say hello. Hello, hello. Good to be back for another episode. And I am the fastest host we have, so... Well, there's only two of us, so it's not that hard of a competition. Yeah. He said it's one not that hard, legs. definitely not. Yeah, one of us has legs half the size of the other. There's yeah, not much of a competition yours, there. So. Maybe in length, not in width. You're <laughs> I just like to say that. Um, But basically, I think, I don't even know what would we want to do here for our first five minutes of random stuff, because, I mean... There's no argument that you're faster than me, to be honest. So, I mean, <laughs> usually it'd be some sort of argument right here, but definitely I not. think we can all it's agree you're not. much faster than I am. If this is an argument, um, yeah, I would not argue with you no more because yeah. you can't <laughs> <'Cause> win. <we> both... <laughs> I did use your cleats though today because uh, oh. I sent all my football stuff home over the weekend, so okay. I have less stuff to take home for finals next week. Yeah. Um, and then I realized, oh, we're on the field for the photo. 40. We're not in the gym. Uh, I need cleats. And so you didn't even I ask. stole one of the Just thousands of pairs of cleats <laughs> underneath your bed. So I I don't know if that made me faster or not, but hopefully. I would hope so, anyways. You do have longer feet than I do. So yes, there's also that. Size 11s compared to, I take a size 10 was the shoe I stole uh, compared to my size 9, really. But anyway. <laughs> So I don't think yeah. that helped either. <laughs> no, wearing an eleven, bro. Like, I was I was wearing a ten. I found a ten. Yeah, wait, I do have tens in there. Yeah, there's a ten down there, but my feet are like they're truly nines. My feet mm-hmm. are truly nines, um, but my feet are just so wide. If they're like Nike, it just makes such narrow shoes. I have to wear tens, so mm. I get like an extra inch on the end of my shoe. At the end of my toe to the end of the shoe, so that's always fun. Yeah. So we also did broad jump, which I was actually impressed I got over seven foot with. So that was kind of hey, cool. okay. That was a fun time. Okay. Yeah, I know. I was I was surprised. I I was happy with it. I think it was seven one is what I ended up getting. So I was I was content with that. I will say, for what I usually jump, anyways. Yeah. But we'll move into our NFL stuff real quick. Um, one of the top news uh, early this week, because we've missed a lot, because obviously we took the last week off. Yeah. Sean Lee ended up retiring yesterday. Um, a big part of the Dallas defense uh, as a linebacker, I believe for 11 seasons, uh, if I want to say that correctly, but unbelievable guy. I mean, Sean Lee is one of those guys that no matter what team you root for in the league, you know who Sean Lee is, mm. and you know what he can do on the field, kind of like Luke Keekley. Uh, but older, um, but he's been around. He's been a staple of that defense for Dallas. Going to be hard to replace, just to be straight up. He's going to be super hard to replace for the Cowboys. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a dip in their defense this year uh, just because of his retirement and trying to find a replacement for him. They could, uh, draft, interesting they could draft someone, though. That they could. That could live up to his expectations. Yeah, but they won't get him in the first round. Uh, take a look. Excuse me. There he is, number 10. I was like, first, I can't find them in my Yeah, we were just talking picture. about they're that. They're at 10. Yeah, yeah, they're at 10. Um, They could take, oh, gosh. I'm, is it Micah Parsons out of Penn State? Is that his name? Or, Michael I'm Parsons, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because Sean Lee's technically linebacker. Mm-hmm. Kind of plays edge rush a little bit. Uh, But Parsons, I think, may be the best linebacker in the draft, so... 
they might be good taking him in that one. So it'll be interesting to see for sure, I think. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, that Well, speaking of the draft, the draft is Thursday, folks. So when this comes out, it'll be the next day, that afternoon, in Cleveland, of course, live and in person for people. They get to walk across the stage. Mm-hmm. Fantastic for them. Everybody loves to see that all the time. going to be amazing. Uh, which- yeah, which brought back the memory from 2019 draft when Christian Wilkins was drafted for the Dolphins. You remember what happened there, then Laval? Mm-hmm. When Wilkins got drafted? When he tried to jump up and shoulder bump with uh, Roger Goodell, and Goodell did not jump. <laughs> and he just kind of ran into him. Oh, gosh, that was such a funny... I think it was one of the top ten moments of the draft, to be honest, that I've ever seen. Just because it's so ten. funny. Because it's just this big D-tackle. Uh, going up and trying to jump into the shoulder of Goodell, and Goodell doesn't even jump, so he's like right at Wilkins' waist. Because Wilkins can jump, he can get up high. Yeah. Because who did he jump? He jumped over one of his teammates just on the field. He got a little jog up to him and hurtled him completely. I think the guy was probably five nine, five ten. I want to say. Mm. So I mean, it's not that he can't get up there by any means. So it's just I think he yeah. didn't want to do it. Like. He has yeah. a whole draft to stay. He can't get like that, man. He has a well, didn't seem like he was paying attention either, so he didn't quite <laughs> catch what Wilkins was trying to do. But gosh, I would love to see that happen again. I'm not gonna lie. I have a lot of energy. See somebody have that much energy coming into the draft and coming across the stage. It'd be mm. really, really nice to see. But quick recap of our picks here. Uh well, we have a mock draft. Should we do the mock draft and then you'll just yeah, you'll just get the order out of that basically. Yeah. So our mock draft here is from for this is the for the first ten. It's from former Jets GM Mike Tannenbaum. So at number one, we have the Jaguars taking Trevor Lawrence, QB out of Clemson. Easy. And I just saw easy. Yeah, e- I just saw a thing today actually. Let's not let's pass on the easy quick. I just saw a thing today. Urban Myers was deciding between Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, and Justin Fields. And he set up Zoom calls with all three of them just to make sure that Trevor Lawrence was truly the number one guy they wanted. Mm-hmm. If they don't take Trevor Lawrence, they ruin the entire draft for every other team probably in this in the draft. Just everybody. Everybody's going to be in confusion if they don't take Trevor Lawrence. I would be. So, I would be like, whoa, who are we taking? I want to know who yeah. they take, though. Like, if Say they take Zach Wilson or Justin Fields instead. Like those other one of those other mm, two. Yeah. All of a sudden, the Jets no longer have Zach Wilson, if that was their – that is the project, projected number two overall pick. Yeah. Uh, from the Jets really like well. Zach Wilson, too. Really... Yeah, I was ready to take Zach Wilson and – San Francisco. I was <laughs> I was excited about that because it seemed like he was a really great guy and Jets really wanted Justin Fields. And then all of a sudden, Justin Fields' uh, giraffe stock has dropped um, even before it came out that he has had problems with epilepsy and stuff like that that really hasn't affected him. And everyone in his family that has had it has grown out of it, uh, mm-hmm. usually by how old he is now. Yeah. And so now they have Zach Wilson, which – Again, kind of upsetting. I I thought we were going to be able to get him, so I I was excited about that, but mm-hmm. not so much anymore. Instead, we get uh projected Mac Jones. Great, great. Um, yeah. <laughs> ah, Future I don't NFL think star. Mac Jones. Yeah, I don't think Mac Jones goes in the top ten. So there was no reason 
for us to draft up to uh, uh, trade up, excuse me, to number three. Yeah. Just to get Mac Jones of all people. I don't think he. Uh, I don't know. I don't think he should should have traded up to get Mac Jones because he is a thirty no. second prospect in the whole draft. There's like three yeah. other quarterbacks in front of him. I don't know if he should, four, should go ahead. Four potential three. quarterbacks in front of him. Four. I think Fields is a better better than Mac Jones. So. Yeah. Um, I'll come back to this pick because I want to talk a little bit more about this because of the Kyle Shanahan press conference yesterday because um, there's been a lot of controversy coming out of that a little bit. At number four, the Atlanta Falcons take Trey Lance, the QB out of North Dakota State. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is another option the 49ers have thought about taking, but Falcons looking like they're going to try to get a backup for Matt Ryan, which could there's be also the been rumors. Yeah, could, could be definitely be a starter uh, in the next couple of years. I don't know if he'd start right away, nah. but again, I want to address the rumors about Julio Jones, Lavelle, mm-hmm. um, that we talked about this before. Obviously, they yeah. think they might try to trade Julio Jones before after June first because they would save, I believe, the number was twenty one million in cap space, mm. which is a fair amount. Yeah, yeah, but why? Why would they do that? I don't think they're going to, but yeah. Um, I don't know. The only thing I would see them doing is like if they're trying to draft a receiver. Right. Exactly. Like, if they trade Julio, they have yeah, to draft a receiver. They would have to draft a receiver at four, I think. Right. That's, That's the only point. like logical reason they would trade Julio for. Yeah. It's a safe cap space, and then get a rookie, then, good rookie receiver on a rookie contract. Yeah, like replace him with Jamar Chase or Devonte Smith. Yeah. That's what heck even Kyle Pitts. That's a, yeah. Kyle Pitts. That's, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like Kyle Pitts. Mm. It wouldn't be bad, but it'd be it would be, be an interesting thing. It'll be odd. Yeah, it'd be really weird for the organization to take their main money maker, their main guy on the whole team, yeah. Julio Jones, and say, you know what, we're gonna start a new we're starting we a new wave. face of the franchise. Yeah, that's after kind of all thing. this after all this time, just like, okay. Depends. I want to see like what they would get for Julio. Yeah, like they they could get predictions. They could get a couple of good ones, man. I haven't seen any predictions, predictions. but Uh, I could see it. They tried to do the trade in Madden, obviously, as you always do. Um, and he was not. He was getting He was going pretty easy. Let's say that. Uh, There was a couple player for player ones. A couple. I think he got. They got an O lineman. I think. I don't think it was Quentin Nelson. I think it was another O lineman from the Colts. They did straight up for Julio, and it and it went through. Um, there was a couple where it's been a first to a third, and it's gone through. Um, and they had trades coming from the Patriots, mm. the Raiders, the Colts, and I know one more. I don't think it was the Eagles, but it might have been. I know those last three for sure. Dolphins. I think it was Dolphins, actually. I think it was Dolphins, Patriots, Raiders, Colts were the four teams they tried to do it in Madden, and he went through pretty easily. Because um, I think there was, like like I said, first and thirds, and then a single first, and then yeah, I think maybe like a first and a second. But, but like, compared to what DeAndre, I take it back, not what DeAndre got, because they really gave him away for nothing. Yeah, they gave him away for nothing, too. That's but, like, the crazy The big part. names we've seen traded so far are like, it wouldn't be much for Julio yeah, whatsoever. They could do for nothing. Right. It, it'd be interesting to see what he'd pull in the real world, because obviously Madden 
Madden under does things a little it bit does sometimes. Under, it does undercut. You could probably get away with a lot of stuff in Madden. They don't think about the... Except DeAndre Hopkins. They probably overdid that one <laughs> compared to what he actually got traded no, for. No, and Madden, they he's a 99, so you would have to trade your whole team and try to get him, I think. Yeah, exactly. I think <laughs> Julio is a 95, and they were yeah. trading him straight up for... They traded him straight up for a 90 guy, and I think an 86. Mm. Uh, the 86 was an O-line. I think they were both O-linemen, to be honest, actually. So, I mean, obviously people think they want O-linemen. Hey, O-linemen. So, O-linemen. Which wouldn't be bad for the Falcons. Yeah, they need means. it. They need a lot. Exactly. So It wouldn't be bad for them. But speaking of O-linemen, that's who the Bengals take at number five, Panay Sewell out of Oregon. One of these days, I'm probably going to get that name right. Suwell. Is it I think so. I think it's Suwell. Yeah, one of these days. Wait till draft it. night. We're going to hear it, and then we'll be like, yeah. we're going to come back. I told Just you it said it. like Just this. <laughs> yeah. Um. Then at number six, Miami Dolphins trade with Philly. This was earlier in the year. Uh, they take Jamar Chase, wide receiver at LSU. Um, I think this one's pretty obvious. I think the Dolphins are taking a receiver regardless of mm. who goes in front of them. I mean, unless they trade that pick away to go lower, uh, I think it's pretty safe to say if you're a betting person, you put money on the Dolphins taking a wide receiver. Yeah. I think that's their biggest need right now, to be honest. A nice target uh, for Tua uh, as they have Parker, Devontae Parker, and Ricky Williams, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. They um, said maybe Kyle Pitts. Preston Williams. Kyle Pitts again? That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. I don't know. I think he would probably be a better fit. Then you could put him at tight end. That could be, but I feel like they like Mike Gusecki a lot at tight end too. Um, So I think, I think that's a tough one. Because mm-hmm. I also, I personally wouldn't think the Falcons go Trey Lance. At number four, I think they would go Kyle Pitts. Um, just because tight end wise, they're not. I guess they have Austin Hooper now, don't they? Yeah. Ah, uh, so he's not bad. Uh, yeah, that could be interesting. That could go Kyle Pitts. Now that I say that, no, don't take bets, maybe. But I still think wide receiver is definitely a safe, safe bet for the Dolphins. I think. Uh, there's like 90% chance they take a receiver, and then the 10% is Kyle Pitts himself. Mm. Um, so I think that's what it is there. At number seven, another wide receiver off the board, Jalen Waddle out of Alabama. See, Again, no Kyle Pitts. Jalen Waddle, that's what everyone's like. That's why Devontae Smith could fall because Jalen Waddle, Jamar Chase. That's what I'm like, dang. But those were the only two guys at wide receiver that would cause Devontae Smith to fall. But who else will draft a receiver, though? That's true. I've seen that people don't want the Lions drafting skill guys um, as their team is just bad. Mm. Who I forget who said it today on ESPN. He was talking about He's like, we've seen it for the last 30 years in a Lions franchise. The team's been crappy. You draft this really good skill guy but then you can't do anything with them because the entire team sucks. (laughs) So don't take the same steps everyone for the last 30 years in the Lions organization has done and take a skill guy, build from the line of scrimmage up. So D-lineman, O-lineman, that's where you want to stay. I think, was it Dan Orlovsky? It might have been Dan Orlovsky who said it. 
Um, I'm pretty sure that's who it was. And he said, take an O-lineman. That's who you need to take. And I think if they do take an O-lineman, that could be where Slater goes from Northwestern. Mm. To be honest, he's been pretty good so far through the draft. Uh, There's been a couple others, too, that aren't coming to the top of my head. But Slater's the one that I think of right away. So I think that could be good for them as well, get something started up front uh, for – Gosh, what's that Georgia running back at Detroit? Swift. Um, yep, DeAndre Swift gets something up here there for him, so he's got a little better ability to be able to run through some holes there in Detroit. Um, I believe they still have Adrian Peterson too, so I mean, make it easy on the old guy, you know. For real. Let let him play for a couple more years. <laughs> um, then we go to eight. Justin Fields, QB out of Ohio State, finally off the board. I think this is likely to happen if fields drops this far um it'd be because panthers really just aren't a fan of teddy bridgewater yeah uh, which is surprising to say the least they I didn't think. do as good as we thought no he didn't do as good as we thought but again it was his first <laughs> year in the system sometimes you can't always pick things up as fast as you would like and yeah. especially changing from the saints which i feel like is a I guess saints is a pretty similar offense when you think about it uh, I think Instead it's... of McCaffrey, it's Kamara. Mm-hmm. And then, sure, you don't have as many slants. I feel like Carolina is more of a deeper threat. Yeah, it's. I think Carolina is more of a Saints. Like have everyone in the box and try to take a deep shot. And no, Bridgewater yeah. don't have the arm like that. And so, like said, the Saints they were more short passing. But we're gonna give it to our guys, and they're gonna make a play. He'll do that every once in a while, but. Like he was mostly, he was mostly like a deep threat guy. That's what the Panthers. Yeah, because I think the shortest ones you have, you have a couple verts, maybe an out to like uh, DJ, not DJ Chark. Who am I thinking of? DJ Moore. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, DJ Moore on like an out route or maybe a little five yard curl or something as like your shortest route, maybe where you hit him at like a slant at five to seven yards and have McCaffrey on a wheel route for your check down or something. You know. Like, I feel like that's what they are, or you just run it down the throat with Christian McCaffrey and yeah. call it a day. If McCaffrey's healthy and you get Right, which I think he will be, him and... Yeah, it was, I think it was even harder without McCaffrey. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. So, like, he's, it's just him. Like, he's like, okay, now I gotta... But Davis stepped up, he did step up, and... Yeah, Davis did. Now but, he's on the Falcons. Yeah, so it's you don't have to see he does. You gotta hope McCaffrey, I think McCaffrey stays healthy this year, hopefully. Yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah. I know usually I'm the jinx, but just to be safe here. Like, I always knock you know. on wood. You know me. Good. I would hope so. <laughs> Making accusations like that. that oh, he's, he's definitely going to stay healthy. He's definitely going to stay healthy. I said hopefully. I said hopefully. Hopefully. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Chill I'll out. Give you the benefit of the doubt. Did not say definitely. Kids, <laughs> kids trying to put words in my mouth. No. All right. At number nine, the Denver Broncos select Micah Parsons, the interior linebacker at Penn State. Mm. See, I think this only happens because there's no more quarterbacks on the board that they really like. Wait, wait. That's my Broncos. Yeah, you don't think they're gonna they like they don't like Locke? Like they're not gonna stick with Locke where they wouldn't. They want competition for Locke. Mm. But that's (sighs) what they want. That's what they said they've wanted all off season. So this brings into the question. would you... Panthers are taking Justin Fields, as the, as it says. This is the yeah. mock draft, taking Justin Fields. 
This brings in the question, what are they going to do with Teddy? This is also talked about that they uh, trade Teddy to the Broncos as Drew Locke's competition. Mm. Which would be it. I like that kind of matchup. Yeah. I think it'd be good competition between them because I feel like they're two different play styles of guys. Yeah, definitely. I feel like Drew Locke's kind of like a discount Josh Allen. Um, So, like, you have the Walmart brand and then you have the Gucci brand. And that's that's the difference between them. Um, and then kind of Teddy Bridgewater is kind of like the small man. I don't know. He's he's still mobile. Um, so I don't want to say like Drew Brees or like one of those guys that stays in the pocket. Um, yeah. Maybe like a I don't know how to maybe Kirk Cousins almost. You know he he can run when he wants to really, but like doesn't do it often. But he's able to make some plays and stuff yeah. and move the ball. Like, he's not a bad quarterback by any means. Mm. He's just not mobile, really, as much as Drew Locke, maybe. Because Drew Locke's that bigger guy and can, like I said, kind of like Josh Allen, can move on his feet and stuff like that. And but Teddy really Teddy also, he did tear, um, tear his ACL. So Yeah, that is so true. He does have so he doesn't want to be mobile. Yeah, yeah, like, sometimes he chooses, but I think he can – he started his career. He was one mobile. He was the mobile guy. Like, oh yeah. So I think For he's sure. trying to like adjust to his knee and stuff. But I feel like hopefully this year, like he can, like, be feel like he's his four hundred percent and stuff yeah. like that. Especially learning under Drew Brees for a year. Yeah. Um, and Sean Payton. I think it'll be, I think it'll be great. Uh, I think it could be interesting for him to see where he goes, see where he ends up. Um, because again, if he goes over the Denver, then that Micah Parsons pick. Uh, makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah, it's makes understandable. Way uh, sense. You want an inside guy. I like it. Him and Josie Jewell on the inside wouldn't be bad. Von Miller on the outside. A little bit of an edge rush from him. Wouldn't be too shabby there for the Broncos defense, I will say. Be pretty, pretty good. And then finally at number 10, we talked about him earlier. The Dallas Cowboys take Patrick Certain, the second cornerback out of Alabama. I'm surprised they take a cornerback, um, but I think this was before uh, Sean Lee retired, so it could change now. But um, I'm kind of surprised they take a cornerback after taking uh, Diggs last year. Um, I didn't think their secondary was horrible last season either, so I I, I think it's an interesting one there. Maybe just going for best available, yeah, uh, kind of because they really don't need an offensive guy whatsoever. So yeah, so like since. We were saying linebacker, but since probably Michael Parsons gone, they probably just wouldn't think. Yeah, they're probably thinking, you know, there are still some good linebackers here in the draft. I don't think many of them are going to go here in, in the first. Let's hold off, get best available. That's obviously not offensive guy because you don't need an offensive guy really for Dallas uh, with C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper and Gallup and Dak and Zeke. You, you really don't need anyone. Maybe an O lineman if you want. Again, that's where Slater could come in too. But yeah. I think best available with certain at ten is probably the best bet for the Cowboys. I agree with that pretty much completely. Um, but yeah, that's the it for the mock draft because it was just one through ten. Um, just a update on the rest of the picks. Number eleven, the Giants, twelve Eagles, thirteen Chargers, fourteen Vikings, fifteen Patriots, sixteen Cardinals, seventeen Raiders. 18 Dolphins, 19 football team, 20 Chicago, 21 Colts, 22 Titans, 23 Jets, 24 Steelers, 25 
Jaguars, 26 Browns, 27 Ravens, 28 Saints, 29 Packers, 30 Bills, 31 Chiefs, and 32 Tampa Bay Bucks. And so it'll be interesting. Again, that is Thursday night. I believe it starts at 7 Eastern, I want to say. So I think it would be 6 It would be six Central um, and then 4 Western time. Pacific time, I should say. Mm. For good old Lavelle in California. Got a nice afternoon of, hey. oh, I have to work in the morning. Oh, <laughs> they're really going to make me work the next morning after the draft. Gosh, that is tough. That is tough. Dang, I didn't even think about that. Watch the draft, wake up at 4.15 for work at the great Fairway store, mm. and we'll be off for the day. That might be a long day of naps is what that sounded like. A long Friday. day of naps. Sheesh. Yeah. Hey, nothing wrong with a good day nap. But we'll move on from the draft here. Obviously, the big news so far has been jersey number changes. Uh, obviously, any the positions got changed. They can take single-digit numbers and lower numbers. Um, so I know the 49ers kind of had a little uh, joking fight there on Instagram when that first came out. Everyone trying to get Brandon Ayuk's uh, number 11 jersey, Debo Samuel and Kittle both trying to go for it, kind of messing with them, say, hey, how? Do, when do we get this? I've seen uh, Graham Gano getting into it with, I forget who it was, the cornerback for the Giants. I'm blanking on the name uh, for number five, as that's Graham Gano's number and the cornerback wants it. Gosh, I can't believe I can't think of his name. But there's been that debate. And then Patrick Peterson uh, is going to wear number seven this year. And yes, sir. Well, I know you know a lot about the old seven from LSU. Why don't you talk about that little tradition a little bit? Little LSU tradition seven. So, like, people – for LSU, seven's literally, like, the number of, like, the leader on the team. Like, the guy, like – like, if you're wearing seven – you remember all the people before you, like, that's a special thing to wear seven. And on LSU, like, Tyron Matthews wore it, Leonard Fournette, and all those guys, like, they loved number seven with LSU. Like, oh, that's just a, it's just a legend to wear number seven there. Like, imagine yeah. that. It's basically, like, a plaque handed down. It's like yeah. a crown handed down from generation to generation after a player graduates. And I, while you were talking about that, I was looking at Chris Sims' mock draft just because we were talking about it before and I had it still pulled up. Um, guess where I found Justin Fields in the first round? Where? Number 32 to Tampa Bay. Really? Yeah. Why did t- Wait, Tampa Bay? They don't need a – okay, okay, okay. Prepare for the future, though. Yeah, I – wow. I'm surprised that's where he ended up completely. Um, wow, that's crazy. And now I'm just looking at all these other ones, just kind of trying to figure out where everybody else is at. Um, where I don't even okay, Devontae Smith goes at six instead of um, Jamar Chase because Jamar Chase is at five, mm-hmm. Kyle Pitts is at four, it's a little m- mixed up there. Um, and then Trey Lance goes to Washington football team after they trade at number eight from Carolina. That's interesting. Hmm. I think Carolina takes a corner. But anyways, I'll get back into talking about jersey number changes. Obviously, we haven't seen many players do it yet. 
Um, Stefan Diggs wants to stay 14 because he wants to respect all the fans that bought that jersey last year um, and use their hard-earned money on it. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, it costs money to change your number because I they made all the jerseys uh, for this season already is the way they made it sound. So if you change your number now, you yourself would have to pay out of pocket for the entire stock of game day jerseys with the new number on it. So they'd all have to get made. You'd have to pay for the production and all that stuff just to get everything remade for you. And mm-hmm. so I'm sh- obviously a lot of people don't want to do that. Uh, it costs a decent amount of money, regardless of it only maybe being 17 games. You're like, oh, 17 jerseys. That's not very much. You got to have backups in case they rip. You got to have, have a have lot. The different color schemes. Mm-hmm. So you have to have at least two of each for each game. So you have the main one and the backup. And then you do that for every game. So that's 17 times two. That's 34 jerseys, all different colors for the different color schemes and stuff. Maybe putting different patches on them for different games or well, I guess make the Super the Bowl. Se- the- Playoffs. Yeah, make the Super so. Bowl. So. And so you'd have to pay for those as well. Mm. And so you just have to be ready for all those playoff jerseys. And then you have the good old jersey swap. So maybe you have a little extra one as well. Um, that you can give away, and that gets rid of that one. They don't get that, so they have to pay for those as well. So it's a lot of costs. It starts to add up. I think it's around a million dollars, I think, mm. for those jerseys or something like that. I don't – okay, I take that back. I don't know if it would be a million, but it's some large enough number that stopped people from changing their number uh, to what they had in college or maybe a different number that they would prefer. Um, so that – It'll probably be something that gets changed a lot next year. Yeah, I think next going, year. I think next yeah. year it'll be the more of a more of like people, yeah. you'll see like the single digit number. This year they already made it. Everyone's gonna be like, I'm gonna keep it. But next year I'm gonna go out loud. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, we'll think about it for next year. We'll we'll set aside some money to fund my new. Well, at that point you wouldn't have to pay. I take that yeah. back. So you wouldn't have to pay. Um, because I know I saw Dalvin Cook thought about changing his number, but then when he saw the price tag he's like yeah no i'm gonna i'm gonna keep this number i'm gonna keep my 33 like just uh just for that let me just wait i'm gonna wait be patient yeah, i'm gonna wait till next year when it doesn't cost me anything and we can talk this over with the, everybody and get it all figured out maybe carson wentz will get his number 11 back from michael Pittman. who knows we'll see what happens there but yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens with these jersey number changes obviously as we've been going for 30 minutes now and i'm didn't think we really had that much to talk about, but yeah. we got a lot. Hey, actually. No, when you deal with us, it's always hey, always gonna be a true. great long episode. Just, yeah, long. I was hoping sit, you'd say long. Just sit back and relax. We're, yeah, hey, sit back and relax for we gonna talk. Minutes. We gonna talk, you gonna listen. Easy as that. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically good job, Lavelle. That's how podcasts work. Congrats, <laughs> buddy. You figured it out. <laughs> He's figured the whole system out, guys. We how can call it a day be. now. He knows how podcasts work. We're good, folks. Um, but other news before we get into 49ers, great things. Kyler Murray got drafted, air quotes, into FaZe Clan. Uh, for those of you that don't know, that is just a group of video gamers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Video gamers Chill that are very out. That are very good at what don't, they do. Don't try to diss FaZe Clan like that. They're not just a bunch of video gamers. That are okay? very good. They are the best video gamers on the planet probably this whole you're just wild bro i can't i can't win him can't win him hey, don't tell beep at that he he is a big optic guy that's who he's been what going for 
Go for COD. Come on, He's then. He's been watching the COD tournaments. He's a big optic. Nah, it's Chicago. all phase, bro. All phase. I don't know. Phase for it's everything. Snipers. I think phase has the best snipers. That's what I mean. Maybe. I don't, I don't. I haven't watched any for of that COD, stuff. I just watch it because I meet You literally I could look up phase snipers, it. bro, and you will literally go crazy. I'm telling you. Well, I know. I, I know some of them because obviously they're all over social media half the time. And so I've seen clips and stuff. So I know they're obviously good. Well, like half the time, it seems like everybody's really good if they have that job, basically. Yeah. In any whatever team they're on, I mean, it seems like they're they're always really good. So, and I'm always just I'm just really bad at video games. So yeah, we that, know that. Of course, so obviously, just the worst. So, yeah, basically. So, you know, it's not my forte. Uh, podcasting is my forte, I guess, better than video gaming. Uh, that so, definitely I'm, is. I'm much more. Much more successful in podcasting than I am. Than I am in video games by a long shot, unless you count single player games. Then I'm okay because then I don't have to worry about anybody else and it's nice and it's relaxing. It's just by himself and he's just yeah. There. It's a nice relaxing depraved from the multiplayer games where I get yelled at by Lavelle all the time. So mm. it makes it better. But moving on from that, 49ers press conference yesterday uh, brought a lot of things into question from Kyle Shanahan as. First off, they're talking about, oh, we want to kind of find out Kyle. We want to pick your brain. Who do you think you're taking at number three? Um, and he said a lot of things. One quote, you want to find Drew Brees who can move like Lamar Jackson. That does not sound like Mac Jones. That's the greatest quarterback I've ever heard of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, imagine that, bro. Yeah, Drew Brees and moves like Lamar. Yeah, you'd be set for life. Dude. That's Zach Wilson. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, that'd be be Zach Wilson or something, but that's – and, yeah, so the full quote, I take it back. That's just the cut-down quote. The full one is, you want to find Drew Brees who can move like Lamar Jackson and Mahomes. He's maybe in the middle. And so not much given away there. Mac Jones is not in the middle. If you go based off that, Mac Jones cannot move like Lamar Jackson uh, that we really saw. The next closest thing that would maybe be Trey Lance. Yeah. Uh, who can kind of move, but again, brings into the question of his competition and stuff like that. Uh, but also stuff they talked to about Josh Allen about as well, playing in my Wyoming. So again, interesting. But Justin Fields, that brings out Justin Fields and the movement and stuff. Maybe he doesn't throw like Drew Brees, but he's not like a bad thrower either. He's not like Lamar. Like Lamar gets a lot of flack for being a bad thrower, which yeah. he's not horrible either. He's not like a horrible thrower he's like, not bad at all crap. no he's not he's not that bad at all uh, but sure he's not drew Brees. like is my point but so it'd be interesting to see so that that's the first one and then they bring it around to jimmy garoppolo actually no before i get to that one i want to talk about he had another draft one he says when we traded up we were we were good with about five guys at three he had five guys in mind Five QBs. He he basically confirmed that we're taking a QB. That's that, that much is clear. Yeah. But he was real certain with about five guys in total that he wanted to he would be happy with taking it three. Cause that was after the trade up. He said he was ready at twelve with those five guys, but he didn't want to risk it. And so he decides to trade up so they can definitely get the guy they want. But trading up to number three for Mac Jones of all people, not it. You can I don't trade think... up to because what we were at twelve because you, you guys were at thirteen. Yeah, I think we so we were at twelve. 
what you trade up to ten maybe, and then you get him. Yeah, you could definitely. Because no Mac one Jones else in the top 10. ten needs a quarterback, really. <laughs> From maybe especially Panthers. Mac Jones, they don't need Mac. Yeah. Jones. I mean, what you want, Kyle Trask instead? Oh my God! If they take Kyle Trask out of nowhere at number three, my God, that would throw the entire draft into haywire. Yeah. You don't think it would? Kyle it would... Trask all of a sudden goes at three. The Falcons now have their choice between. Trey Lance, Justin Fields, and Mac Jones. All of a sudden at five, well, it doesn't mess with the Bengals. Bengals are going O-line, I would hope. But then everybody below that is like, oh, crap. But it was the same thing if you just took Mac Jones, right? Because it's just, I think it messes up That's the draft cool. if you draft Justin Fields. I think because yeah. they're not expecting you to draft a quarterback like Justin Fields. Not anymore, yeah. Yeah, so if you take him or Trey Lance, now you're throwing off what other teams are trying to do and everything. I don't know you guys Trey Lance throws them off as much as but I think Trey Lance is more he's more mobile. I think he's he can he could be more he's more mobile than Mac Jones. I feel like I would prefer <laughs> Trey Lance to Mac Jones. Um just because of mobility and Mac Jones doesn't really seem that athletic. Yeah. Um just from looking at him, you know, not great. I mean sure he could pull a Giannis and get really jacked and athletic all of a sudden when he's in the league, but I it I don't know. Uh which brings around my third point from this uh press conference that everyone's been all clamored on about the the outcome of Jimmy Garoppolo coming into the fall. And what it looks like is not good for Jimmy. As Shanahan was quoted as saying I can't give you any determination on that. I couldn't tell you if anyone in this world will be alive this Sunday. (laughs) I heard, I've seen that. Most threatening response, first of all, and weird, just weird in general. And that's what he decides to talk about. I can't confirm that anyone on earth is going to be alive on Sunday. And he's saying, like, like, hey, I don't know what's gonna happen. Like, I'm not, I'm not God. He's saying, like, it could end yeah. Sunday. We don't know. We don't know. He doesn't we have know. No idea. That's what he he's saying. He don't know. That's what he's saying. Yeah, and ultimately, he's just like, hey, it comes down to this. If it happens, it happens. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, I'm trying to find the exact quote, uh, for that one. Yeah, because he just says, I can't – he tried to avoid the question, obviously, because they're like, oh, so what are you thinking about Jimmy G? How is he – are you going to guarantee he's going to be on the roster come, you know, salary cap time when you, like, trade everybody? Like, yeah. After you can trade everybody and free up space. And he just says, I can't guarantee that anybody in the world will be alive Sunday. That was his quote. And it says that goes for all of us. Like, just the worst – Thing I like, yeah. Is Kyle Shanahan gonna kill Jimmy G? Seems extreme. Sports <laughs> tweet. Seems will extreme. Compton of the Tennessee Titans. Me trying to figure out if I will live to see Sunday after Kyle Shanahan's press conference. It's like Wait. a picture of a pug looking out a window. <laughs> but obviously, everyone's just like, "What is going on? Yeah. Like, why would you say that?" And obviously, it doesn't spell good things 
for Jimmy Garoppolo. And yeah, he's like, we're gonna probably want to get rid of him now. He's like, we got a QB. We're getting. We're gonna draft the QB. I think he's today. Like, we're gonna draft the QB. But as for Jimmy, whatever the they want to do with him, they could do whatever. Sound like he's like, I, I'm gonna go get my guy. He's yeah. Jimmy's not Which my now guy. Now turns it into uh, our QB room. If we keep Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo, whoever we draft, Josh Rosen. Nick Mullins, and I think there's another guy. Mm, no. Just the weirdest QB room you've no. probably ever seen. Might be the Where worst. Did there have been weirder, probably, I'm sure. Just a random, random combination of people. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens Thursday. So Definitely. that's that's all I can say on that. Um, as we'll, While we start to wrap this up, we'll move into some college football as the FCS football tournament has been going on as we've already seen the first round go into play as number one south dakota state gets an easy win over holy cross 31 to 3 they take on southern illinois who defeated weber state 34 to 31 on the other side we've got number three ranked james madison Mm. at a 31 24 win over vmi a lot of scores of 31 so far. We got three games, and at least one person scored 31. Hey, um, it might be the greatest number in the planet right now. Yeah, not so much looking at the far side of the south side of the bracket. <laughs> um, Missouri State and North Dakota. North Dakota gets a win, 44 to 10, as so they'll move on again to play James Madison, the third ranked team. Then on that south side, I was talking about. Delaware took on Sacred Heart. Delaware gets the win 19 to 10. Number four ranked Jacksonville State took on Davidson, beat them 49 to 14. Mm. And then on that other side of the South, uh, number two ranked San Houston took on Monmouth, and they won 21 to 15. And so they'll, Sam Houston will face North Dakota State, who defeated Eastern Washington 42 to 20. That'll be on May 2nd. So a while. A oh. while to watch these games as these ones started on the twenty fourth, I believe, were those first games. As mm. so, it's Just been started. a while. It's been three Wait, 20, days since the recording. yeah, three three days, maybe three days. So I guess that's about a week. I want to say then. So maybe it's not so bad. So about a week between games, I guess that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, yeah, it just seems like a really long time, just because it's a different month. I guess. <laughs> I might, yeah, because. It'll be interesting because May 4th is a Tuesday. So, yeah, it'd be that Sunday. So, it'd be Sunday to Sunday. Mm. So, I guess that does make make some sense there. That's that's regular. That's a regular um, NFL season. Mm. Yeah. Wait. So, I guess it's just it's just that different month that's throwing me off, I guess. Mm. And so, semifinals will be the 8th of May. And the championship will be the 16th. So, we'll be halfway through the month of May when we start to get to that championship game. Other news, Heinz Ward, a legendary Steelers player, joins the Florida Atlantic coaching staff. Not really sure on his position there, but he has been hired there, which will be interesting as we've seen more and more NFL players going into college coaching. coaching so, a lot more. Yeah, which I think is great. I think it'll be make college football a lot more interesting yeah. uh, in the coming years if we see even more of them come in. Might um, get more fans. They'd be yeah, like, oh, your, fa- your favorite it'll player. It'll be an interesting turn of events, yeah. Is their coach. Might as well. Like, hey, I'm going to see how they do. Bring in some re- revenue. Get the players paid. Yeah. 
Exactly. <laughs> and it brings a harder decision into athletic directors' heads when they can hire these athletes now to do instead of they got to find these guys that have been great at coaching. Yeah. They'll think, oh, you know what? Let's try this former professional athlete as our linebackers coach maybe first and then see if they can work their way up to D coordinator. And then if they're doing really good there, we'll give them try head coach and see what happens. Sure. So I think we'll see a lot more of those former NFL players coming back to coach, which, hey, I'm all for it. Me I too. I mean, we could see high, hey, do high not complaining, hey, not complaining. High school coach by a former NFL player, high school football, mm. that'd be pretty nice too. I I would be okay with that, to be honest. I I'm, think it'd be nice. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying it's right. No. <laughs> you, you're just going to pass on that question? You're going to... It's just, it's just no comment. No comment. It's gonna be no comment. All <laughs> right. So I'll do our final thing here. As yeah. Bleacher Report here, they release obviously a lot of wonderful polls uh, throughout the year, and this one voted on the positional schools. So like, what school is tight end you? What school is O line you? And that kind of thing. And so the results came in last week. I think when we were. We decided not to do last week's episode, so I've been holding off on it. And so starting on offense and going throughout, starting at QB University, it was voted as Oklahoma. Uh, recent picks such as Kyler Murray, soon to be Justin – not Justin Fields, that's Ohio State. What am I saying? Jaylen Baker Hurt. Mayfield and Kyler Murray, both from Oklahoma. So they've been fairly good in the last two years. So that's who got voted there. Running back University, Alabama. I think that easy. one's pretty easy. easy. Derrick Henry, Mark Ingram, just to name a few. Najee Harris. I mean, they've been very, very successful in the forms of running back department. Also, Alabama, wide receiver University. Easy. I think that's a close one with LSU, but other than Ooh. that, it, it's, a, it's, it's pretty easy. Um, I don't know. Bro, Julio, Henry Ruggs, Devontae Smith, Jalen Wardle. It's true. Uh, Clemson. Clemson was also in that contention. I yeah, think. Clemson. Clemson has some dudes, bro. Mike Williams is a dude. DeAndre. Uh, Hunter Sam, Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins. Yeah, not bad. My favorite one, tight end university, goes to Iowa. Cause oh, my gosh. <laughs> George Kittle, Noah Fant, TJ Hawkinson, all phenomenal. So – understandable why they gave it to Iowa. You know, it makes easy, sense. Easy. It makes sense. Easy. Uh, O-Line uh, University. I thought this one was pretty easy, too. They said Notre Dame. Uh, I think that one's an easy one, too. Notre Dame has put out some great yeah. O-Line in the past years. Quentin Nelson, Mike McGlinchey, just to name two. Those are from the same draft class, too. Yeah. So, I can't believe we passed on Quentin Nelson, too. That was crazy. <laughs> I couldn't believe that, that we went McGlinchey instead, but you know, it happens. It happens. And then over on the defensive side, D line university goes to Ohio State. Okay. Easy. easy. I think that's an easy Joey, one. Yeah. Joey the Nick. Goes. Chase uh, Young. Yeah, Chase Young easily. Uh who else was there? There's, I, one, there's one, one more I know. I is like I literally know him. I, I know there's one I'm more. Blanking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I know they named four players and I knew I knew all four and I just couldn't blank. I couldn't think of the fourth one. And then linebacker university goes to Alabama. I don't know if that one was an easy one because I was like, oh, you know, yeah, that makes sense. But I was like, you know, Penn State's been putting out some good linebackers in the last couple of years as well. 
mm. fairly okay linebackers. But I mean, I feel like linebackers, everybody was kind of like all over the place. It hasn't really been a consistent one. Yeah, I don't think there's one. Maybe LSU. Yeah, like see, I. I think I LSU linebackers. I think LSU probably has a could be the best linebackers probably come out. What Devin but, White? Yeah. Uh, yeah, see, it's hard. But like, Isaiah Simmons yeah. came out of Clemson. Like, yeah. even, Clemson's had some good linebackers. So it's hard. It's hard with linebackers. I think that was like the hardest one on here. Because then comes, besides maybe wide receivers, yeah. wide receivers was a close one too. Then, of course, defensive back university goes to LSU. Easy. That one's an easy one, I think. In my opinion, anyways. I don't know uh, what you think. I feel like you could say Bama too. You could say Bama, yeah, I agree with that. I, I, I think LSU. Bama, I think, it. oh, they both have some crazy teams. I think LSU, mm-hmm. LSU definitely has it. I think right now. Yeah, I think they definitely have it, but Alabama makes a nice contention. Yeah, too. We all they make they make a good Alabama can make a contention for anything, so we could just say that. But that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. That's true. I don't know about tight end. Maybe tight end have been great. Yeah, and, yeah. I don't think everywhere else they've been pretty. They good. Had, the um, line's been great. The line's been good. O.J. Oh. Howard. They had O.J. Howard. Ah, oh, that's true. O.J. Howard. O.J. Howard's okay. I mean. He he was good this year until um he got injured. And then Gronk had to take over. Yeah, he's had some problems with injuries, though. So yeah. It's like, ah, you know, it's, it's a little iffy. But with that, that wraps up our positional universities. And it wraps up the podcast. Yeah. About the 50-minute mark. Hey. You know? So we kind of got to wrap it up here at Laval. I'm sorry to yeah, tell you. Yeah, because I got to go to class. Now I got to go to class too. So obviously as good school attending students yes. uh, in our last week of classes. Well, I don't know about well, but I am in my last week of classes to, for finals next week. Lucky. You no, know, we better get to class. And so we'll see you next time. Bye.